The disappearance of Anthony and Mackenzie Vanguard is a story most people do not know, and for good reason. Their parents never pursued the case. Were they even good parents? The detectives were messy. The entire town seemed in on it. That was the last person that saw them alive. Did the parents lose them? Who doesn't finish a Twinkie? Why does the town smell like sulfur? The detective was about to retire. Who bought them the shoes? Turns out he wasn't even their uncle. I don't even know who to trust in this story. The Afternoons with Josh and Ken and Big Boy Media present a murder mystery investigation into the true crime case that shocked the world. The disappearance of Anthony and Mackenzie Vanguard. Is that a murder? Is that a murder? Is that a murder? Is that a murder? <sighs> Josh, I don't know if it is a murder. I don't know either. But we're going to find out. But this weekend, mm -hmm. this week's episode, a huge, huge breakthrough in the case. This um, was big. Huge. And we did not know this was coming down the pike towards us. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we, you know, we've been just giving you the facts and the theories and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, if you listen to the last episode, we talked about, uh, you know, the, the spotting of Anthony McKenzie right. after their disappearance. Um, the car, that mysterious car. The, yeah, the, the tinted windows. Theories. The, the Tim and Heather McKinnon looking for things. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, this week, mm -hmm. um, we, uh, you know, there was, we're going to talk about the investigation, the early investigation. Yeah, this crime happened in 2006, and the investigation yeah. obviously started the day of, right. but didn't really pick up for a couple of years. It didn't. And, you know, they, they, they had some breaks about five years into the case. And then mm -hmm. most recently, yeah, about a year ago, yeah, um, the first contact mm -hmm. of Mackenzie Vanguard to a private investigator that was yeah. working for an independent contractor mm -hmm. contracted out by the city of Erie, not by her parents, No, this mind is not you. the Troy Flowers guy you've no. heard us talk about who picked up the case. Nope. Um, none of those. Yeah. No, this is, a, this is an independent uh, lady. Right. Her, her name was uh, Vandela mm -hmm. Sarambosco. Vandela Sarambosco, uh, private eye. Private eye, uh, uh, a licensed private investigator yep. in the states of New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and even into Canada, Quebec, yeah. province of Quebec. Also licensed to cut hair in 13 states. Yeah, didn't know that either. Mm -hmm. She um, she did perms, she did yeah. coloring, she did highlights. Uh, she even dabbled in extensions for a little while, but uh -huh. uh, that, that became a little too cost Le not yeah, cost yeah, effective enough. Yeah, she she yeah. discovered it didn't have a she didn't have a passion for that. She had a passion for investigation. Yes, one hundred percent. Vandella, Vandella Carambasco. Yeah, uh, and she is uh, just a thorough, thorough woman. You cannot mess. <laughs> very thorough. Very thorough. She she no stone left uncovered. Ken. <laughs> In fact, that was on her business card. It is. There's Vandella, just a stone and a her coming out of a pothole under the stone. Carambasco, no stone left unturned. Yes. Yeah. And so a uh, great logo. She, this is one of those, you know, with, with the advent of the true crime podcast, Vandella yeah. thought, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to jump in. And so she uh -huh. took this case on and she actually reached out to us. Yes. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't want, she didn't want her voice heard 
on the podcast, nope. which I totally get. She wants to keep uh, somewhat right. of a low profile. Yeah. I don't even know if her real name is Vandela Carambosco. She does not have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. She doesn't nope. have a Twitter. Uh, no MySpace. No Friendster. Uh, right. Not really into. Uh, she had a Daily Motion account. She did a Motion account. I'll tell you what, though. I did do a search, little check, and there was a LinkedIn profile oh. for a Vandela C. Oh, um, but nope. it was picture? not her in the picture. Uh, it was clearly it was actually a picture of Marissa Tomai from well, my cousin Vinny. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I would have gone with a Mariska Hargitay, perhaps. Mm, but yeah, both think, detective yeah. and lovely, lovely uh, actresses right. at the time. Right. Uh, now, if you remember, uh, if we look back at our notes here, now yeah. in so they disappeared in two thousand six. In two thousand eleven, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the case had gone completely cold. And cold, no signs. Uh, the, the detectives were asking themselves, "Is is that a murder? Is that a murder? It's, it just seems like they're gone. We have no body. We have no yeah. blood. But not even that they thought." They were missing. We no suspects. Yeah, they were just like, maybe they just left. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what happened in 2011, which is a which is a crazy, crazy story, is one of the the private investigators that was on retainer by the mm-hmm. city of Erie, Pennsylvania, right. was a gentleman by the name of Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton, a very presidential name. In fact, yes. he ran for city council lost. in uh, 2008. Lost. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the platform that he ran on was mm-hmm. free gummy bears. That was, it was sort of like he was well, going with a fourth grade uh, I'm student council. I'm voting for this guy if he comes to my town. Everybody gets candy if I get elected. Yeah, you're mayor of Pasadena if you want on free gummy bears of me. I don't live there. All Wednesdays. I'd register to vote there, but oh, I wouldn't move there. All gummy bears. Gummy bears on the floor, yeah. sidewalks. I mean, listen, if I was to go into a vestibule yeah. and in a voting vestibule, right? Okay. And next to a name, uh-huh. it said like you know, pro this, pro that, pro this, free gummy bears. I'd be like, well, that's a does no-brainer. it say that in a festival? I, I think we'd just say Tom Hamilton, free gummy bear party. Yeah, <laughs> and you wouldn't know if he was talking yes, about please giving away the gummy bears per se, or if he was <laughs> freeing them from oppression. Yes, free the gummy bears, yeah. or the rent is too damn high. Party. Yes, rest. <laughs> that guy. Genius. That guy actually was going to uh, be on his ticket for the president. Uh, presidency. It was going to be that Rent guy and the and the Keenan Thompson too character. Too damn high. <laughs> Rent is too damn high. Yeah. So uh, in 2011, uh, yeah. this private investigator Tom Hamilton, mm-hmm. he had been he had been told uh, by you know he had been kind of all in that Erie, Pennsylvania area, but he had been told by a friend from Erie who was on vacation in a town just off the Hudson River uh, oh, yeah. called. Let me find it. Sorry, it's the in my, town it's off the Hudson River. Town yeah. off the Hudson River, which is River. not to be confused Sorry. with Sully Sullenberger, the no, captain no, no. who landed the landed plane Hudson. in the Hudson. Yeah. Uh, going up north in upstate New York, about yeah. you know about 110 miles from Erie, is Coxsackie. Coxsackie. C O X. Yeah. Sackie. Coxsackie. Coxsackie. Uh, by the way, the town off the nine west near the 144. Yeah. The town uh, banned uh, pornos. Uh, in uh, 1968, mm-hmm. uh, because the town of Coxsackie, um, it just uh, they felt they needed to change their image. Uh, yeah, that wasn't even their image. Porn wasn't their image. No, but a lot of people tried to film uh, porn in that town, including totally. at one point should be known uh, Nolan Vanguard uh, the third. Yes, during his college years. Yeah, big Coxsackie. Yeah, man. but this is the uh, this is the town where a lot of things start to happen. Yeah, 2011. Um, right. So Coxsackie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a, a call comes in 
To Tom Hamilton? To Tom Hamilton saying, hey, Tom. Because you researched this way more than I did. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. So a call comes into yeah. Tom Hamilton. He says, hey, it's Ian. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Ian who? He says, Ian Bandersnatch. And he's like, oh, Ian Bandersnatch. Great right. to hear from you. Haven't heard from you since high school. He's like, I knew you were uh, investigating the Ian, the Anthony McKenzie Vanguard case that I am. He's like, listen, I think I just saw McKenzie Vanguard. I think that she's working as a boat hand mm-hmm. in Coxsackie, in Coxsackie. Coxsackie is what they actually wanted the city to be called, but Coxsackie just but caught co- on. Coxsackie. Yeah. Um, Coxsackie, New York. And so, so he so he says. He says. What's this guy's name? Ian. Uh, Ian Bandersnatch. E- Ian Bandersnatch. Yes. Now, Ian. Who, is he from Coxsackie? He is not. Bandersa- <laughs> the Bandersnatches from Coxsackie? <laughs> He's the, the Bandersnatch family of, yeah. of Coxsackie. Right. Uh, they've been vacationing there for years. Oh, they love going they, there. They love there, right? Until, uh, until the kids became of age and they could hear the Snickers. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And Why had, is everyone laughing at us, mom and dad? <laughs> well, it's, it's quite the name. Yeah. And so Dick Coxsackie, <laughs> who was the original mayor he of Coxsackie. The one that founded the city. He was. And uh, it, it was a late, it was an, as a f- younger city uh, founded in 1949. Uh huh. Yeah. Dick Coxsackie. Dick Coxsackie. It was right around the time they gave Israel their own pl- pl- plot of land uh, there on the West Bank. Yeah, that was at what, 45, 46? 45, 46. Uh, so a couple so, years yeah, later. A couple years later. Yeah. Dick Coxsackie built the first <laughs> cabin there in Coxsackie, New York. In fact, he said at the opening ceremony for the city where they cut the rhythm, yeah. rhythm he's like, if uh, if it's good enough for the Jews out there, it's good enough for a Dick uh, Coxsackie. Dick Coxsackie. Yeah. And so he cut the ribbon, to, and he started his own town. He was he was the only resident for a while. He was. And he started recruiting pals and friends, and then people were showing up on the banks of the Hudson River there right. in Coxsackie. The town, the town, town just, just say, erupted. Erupted. With a, a population boom, if you will. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Now, for those people that don't know, Coxsackie, mm-hmm. only about a, like 72 square miles. Very tiny. Very small. Not Very a big tiny. town. But it's a big enough town to have its own uh, police agency, all that kind of stuff. Totally. 100%. Uh, as a hospital and deli. Yeah. Oh, both. Yeah. Next to each other, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. you you got to be careful what you're ordering. A lot of nitrates in those meats. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of nitrates. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so mm-hmm. the, the, the Bandersnatch family had been going to Coxsackie for years right. because... Uh, Ian's great, Ian's grandfather, Randy Bandersnatch. Randy Bandersnatch. They called him the Randersnatch. Yes. Uh, he yes. he started vacationing there because he was old friends with Dick Coxsackie from World War II. They were war buddies. Right. They were war buddies. Right. In fact, he used to say, you know, when we were in uh, uh, the Battle of the Bulge during some of the downside, uh, downtime, uh, Dick would say to me, I'm going to form my own city. Yeah. And as a lot of them said, there's no better guy to be in the foxhole with than old Dick. <laughs> Yeah. Dick, Dick Coxsackie. Uh, the thing you want with you at the end is Dick Coxsackie. 100%. And uh, crazy enough, during the Battle of the Bulge, both Dick Coxsackie and Randy Bandersnatch, the mm-hmm. old Randersnatch, mm-hmm. they got out. They and got so out. They, made a, they made a pledge to each other that every summer they were going to vacation together. Uh-huh. And when Dick Coxsackie started yeah. Coxsackie, New York. Yeah. Little known fact, though. Boom Dick, shakalaka. Dick Coxsackie did have four brothers. He did. And... Uh, uh, Peter all own now property yeah, in Coxsackie. Yeah, well, yeah, they they were in trouble in the war, and little this is kind of what uh, Steven Spielberg took as the inspiration for Saving Private I Ryan. I did not know this, uh, and also it's also the inspiration for Saving Ryan's Private, <laughs> the porno version. Oh yeah, it's, it's a good of one. the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I and digress. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we had to give the history of Coxsackie. New you York need to know. Even, so it, it factors in the investigation. It it's really also does. a good town to go. Uh, just uh, totally hang around. Little did you know that Coxsackie, New York, farther than you think from Erie. I mean, it's a drive. Yeah, it's a drive. 
So um, anyway, so Ian mm-hmm. Ian Bandersnatch is there. He's on vacation in Coxsackie, New York, and he says, mm-hmm. "I think I see Mackenzie Vanguard." And he knew her from from Erie back from Erie. in the day, right? Yeah, they okay. all you know they were all friends and, and interesting. Kind of okay. were in school together, and you know, if you're from Erie, you knew the Vanguards. You knew oh, the you definitely knew the Vanguards because water treatment is important. Correct. They were the first ones to really clean water from Lake Erie to make it drinkable and potable for the people of Erie. Yeah, and for those who might be joining the show now, I would suggest stopping and going back to episode one. Correct. We'll wait, but also the Vanguard family, a very prominent water treatment family. Yes. So, in Erie. so, so he says, okay, listen, you need to do me a favor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in my car right now and drive to Coxsackie. Right. I need you to keep an eye on this young lady. Right. Okay. So what does Ian do? He keeps an eye on her. Okay. But what happened was Ian kept an eye a little too close on her. Right. And they started a relationship. Whoa. Within 24 hours, they were serious about each other. I'd already had sex about six to eight times. 24 hours? In 24 hours. Personal record seven. And by the time Mm -hmm. um, uh, Tom Hamilton got to Coxsackie, Ian Bandersnatch and Mackenzie Vanguard were gone. Gone. Now. Gone. Ian Ian Bandersnatch, kind of an idiot. He couldn't tell, right? He fell head over heels for Mackenzie Vanguard. Mm -hmm. Here's the crazy part. Anthony Vanguard, nowhere to be seen. And what's even crazier, Ian didn't even ask her any questions. He didn't, he didn't, it didn't occur to him? No. He fell head over heels in love immediately. He's a dullard. Because if there's anything we know, uh, Mackenzie yeah. Vanguard, very voluptuously beautiful woman. Yeah. Curves lot, for days, as they say. A lot of people say she reminded uh, them of uh, British model actress Kelly Brook. Yes. Good call. Yeah. Or a, uh, a Raquel Welch type. Yeah, uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, and Ian Bandersnatch was, uh, uh, for a long time, was a known virgin. Yes. Uh, and so this was this seemed like a big uh, big opportunity big for opportunity. him. And uh, if we know anything so far in this mm-hmm. case about Mackenzie Vanguard, she loves a good mark. She, 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 yes. she, she knows she's got, she's got a mark. She got a mark. She likes, so, yeah, it's weird. It's weird stuff, though. Totally is. Do you think she sought him out in any way? Do you think this was coincidence? Well, here's, think, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. About four days later, mm-hmm. uh, Ian... Bandersnatch's phone pinged right. back in Ban- in Coxsackie. In Coxsackie. Okay, so Bandersnatch is okay. waiting around for him to show up, and he shows up at a local convenience store. Yeah. All he's wearing is his underwear. His eyes are bloodshot uh-huh. red. No shoes, no nothing. All he has is a note that says, stop looking. And it's in his hand. It's in he, his hand. Was he conscious? Was he aware of what has happened? People would say he uh-huh. was... He was in a daze, almost in a medical coma, a walking medical coma. Okay. And when they found, when they when they got him, finally got him to a hospital. Right. All he could keep saying, the only thing he could keep saying was, Yeah. It's all yeah. he could. Say. He was totally traumatized, PTSD, uh, and in his, in his underpants. In his underpants. But here's the crazy part: uh-huh. is his phone right was still with him. So how did that? His back. his phone no it didn't he didn't, didn't bring it back his phone was still on the phone was his still on phone was still on and it was pinging all over upstate New York Mackenzie Vanguard uh-huh. had no idea that he had left it in the car got it I misunderstood that part of the article on microfiche so so yeah, yeah so yeah. so oh, what happened was so uh, she's driving around she's with driving it around now. with the phone she has no idea she's doing oh, here she's going here she's going here so she's not dead so Tom Hamilton okay okay Tom Hamilton yeah. Starts following the phone. Starts following the phone. 2011. Yeah. Goes to uh-huh. find, he finally sees where the phone ends up. Right. 
It's at a, a 7-Eleven, one of our favorite establishments. I love that. Yeah, okay. I love that. About 45 miles north of Coxsackie. Right. Still along the river. Right. Sees it sitting in the passenger seat of a car. He looks in the store, and there's a beautiful, voluptuous woman at the counter. And he, yeah. And she comes out. And Ian thinks to him, or uh, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tom thinks yeah. to himself, holy shit, it's Mackenzie Vanguard. Ken? Right. It wasn't Mackenzie Vanguard. No. It was just a local floozy <laughs> that had taken Ian Bandersnatch for all his money. Who said? Who said it was Mackenzie Vanguard. Get out of here. But it wasn't her. So the whole time it wasn't her. Did he, wasn't her? he just, so blinded by the possibility of coitus. Yes. That he didn't care to even verify. Nope. Not I'm Mackenzie Van, Vanguard. Yeah. I'd like to uh, hop on pop. Yeah. And he said, please, done done. please. She knew that Ian, that Ian Bandersnatch was, came from money. Came from money. I feel for him. I know. He came from money. Mm -hmm. And thus, uh, she took him for all his worth. Turns out, she was an international drug dealer. This floozy. Yeah, this floozy. Yeah. She was working undercover. She was in some sort of a witness protection uh, by Interpol. And she was undercover? Yeah. Oh, this is great. This, and, this, this is not, that's like season two of his. Yeah, murder, so Tom right? Hamilton. Tom Hamilton, yeah. No idea what he was getting himself into. Here, he, yeah. he un, uncovered an entire drug operating ring out of Coxsackie, New York. Mm-hmm. That, and that's the kind of investigator. Listen, yeah. no leads, again, on the Mackenzie Vanguard case, but no. he <laughs> no. thought that he had found Mackenzie no. Vanguard. But nope. all this goes to show, Josh, that this investigation... Um, not going well. No. Lack of date. A lot of people accuse the local police agency, mm -hmm. local sheriff department, uh, and even the feds that got involved being very lackadaisical for this case. Totally. We talked earlier about how they felt uh, that maybe these folks, uh, Anthony McKenzie, just kind of got tired of their uh, lifestyle. Uh, it was a very rich lifestyle, spoiled lifestyle, but maybe they wanted to find their own identity and yes. maybe they just left. Um, uh, two of the detectives that were working the case were hoping to be on A&E's The First 48. Yeah. And they'd made a pitch to show producers to pick up the case. They shot some test footage, and then the producers realized that the two detectives uh, really weren't trying to solve the case. They were just trying to uh, audition for, you know, future roles on shows like Bosch. Yes. And uh, anything Ray Liotta's in. Right. Homicide Life on the Streets yeah. 2.0. JAG, the reboot of JAG. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, those kind of those movies. Um, and... Mm -hmm. So after this, Tom Hamilton stymied, uh, totally thrown aback, doesn't know what to do because he thought he had something. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So he takes he takes the phone of Ian Bandersnatch. He gets right. the phone. He brings it back. Ian comes out of a stupor after he'd been basically poisoned with opiates. Uh, you know, he had to go through many uh, weeks and months of rehab, not for no other reason than he was right. just drugged to the point of uh, basically this woman took advantage of him because he was a very handsome man, took mm -hmm. all of his money, uh, mm -hmm. drugged him, and then he had to come out from that. Yeah. Now, when when Tom Hamilton got his phone back, he decided to keep the phone. Wasn't going to tell Ian what, Bandersnatch. Was about it an it. iPhone or a Sprint Galaxy? It was. Or, I think it was a Samsung. Samsung. Samsung, yeah. Samsung Galaxy. Okay. Yeah, Samsung. It wasn't the one yeah. that exploded. It was the generation before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the six. The six. I don't, I don't know. Five two. I've, I've five five point one. Yeah, I've only yeah. had the and iPhone. A, and I had two Blackberries. Did you really? I also had a Palm Trio. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, Palm Trio, underrated smartphone. Had a very interesting ring, the Palm Trio. Yeah, it did. Very, very it interesting did, ring. Did. So, uh, so, so Tom Hamilton, mm -hmm. uh, tail between his leg, goes back to Erie. To Erie. Okay. Phone rings, says, right. Ian, 
Tom says, yep, it's Ian. He goes, it's Mackenzie. I'm at the golf. So he answers the phone. Yeah. Pretends to be Ian. Correct. And it's the floozy? Nobody knows. So the ping comes from Mm -hmm. someplace in the Gulf of Mexico. Not Coxsackie. No, not Coxsackie. Because his investigation came to a premature end in Coxsackie. In Coxsackie. Got it. Uh, you know, the, the, the hum of Dick Coxsackie came yeah. up, butt kiss again. Yeah. Yeah. Just no swimmers out there in Dick Coxsackie's no. world. Shooting blanks in Coxsackie. Shooting blanks in Coxsackie. Right. Now it, it pinged, uh, somewhere in the, on the Gulf coast and in the, on the Florida side of the panhandle mm. there in the Gulf okay. of Mexico. Okay. And Tom Hamilton didn't have the budget to go down there, but he thought to himself, no, man, I would like to, to really see if this is Mackenzie Vanguard. See if it's, right? see, see, this could be breaking the case. It said, Ian. It's Mackenzie from right. at the Gulf, and she hung up. Now, he God. thought it might have been the Gulf uh, uh, gas station, oh, if you will. Oh, a Gulf gas station? You know, G-U-L-F. Uh, you know, the Gulf. Oh, like a Gulf? Gulf. Okay. You know what Is I mean? Is an East Coast brand? I th- it okay. must be. Maybe I mean, like our Arco? Yeah, probably. I don't know if Arco might be worldwide, but I don't I have know. no okay. idea. All right. Didn't ever see an Arco in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. And so he thought, you know what? Listen, yeah. I'm going to spend my money. I'm going to head to the Gulf. Well, he couldn't. Yeah. So he texts back. He says, what part of the Gulf? And she says, oh, boy. No, the Gulf. The Gulf. Never heard back from her again. That was the last? That was the last time he heard from her. From this woman. Yes. Or person. Who knows? Tom. I'm not sure if it's. Oh, okay. So, listen. Make some notes on that. I don't. Tom's not sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian has no answers because he thinks the whole time he's with Mackenzie Vanguard when in reality he's with this Interpol uh, international drug dealer Floozy who's taking him for all his money and poisoned him with opiates. Ian Bandersnatch. Yes, Um, correct. I I wish we could talk to Tom uh, Hamilton. Um, I I think he'd have... Some insight. I also respect that he decided that he was still going to search. Yes. That a lot of people might think, hey, that's, you know give up the, the I mean because you know chair. what the shirts say you know yeah. like whatever happens in Coxsackie yeah stays in the balls <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. uh absolutely uh I got uh yeah I got I got the shaft in Coxsackie yeah. is yeah. also a popular shirt totally. uh, sold at many bars and eateries yeah it it they tried to make that the town slogan in 1982 I got the shaft in Coxsackie I got the shaft in Coxsackie mm-hmm. and what that was also the year that Dick Coxsackie passed away It was Dick Coxsackie senior uh-huh. uh Dick Coxsackie junior uh called uh you know, still around little dick little dick uh little dick Coxsackie uh and he tried to work himself away from that he, w- he wanted to be called Richard but nobody's gonna call yeah, him no, Richard. No one, no, no at least nobody in Coxsackie yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah and that was a, they tried to change the slogan but little known fact too yeah. uh Dick Coxsackie was one of the first uh you know minds and brains behind Cox Cable uh yes. a huge cable brand out yes. there um, it, uh, the original title was supposed to be the Coxsackie Cable the yeah. cable that goes through Coxsackie yeah absolutely uh and uh will uh, penetrate your home correct with some top-notch cable was top-notch also a slogan that didn't Coxsackie. work yeah the town tried to move away a lot from uh, that by 1988 because tourism actually after that slogan came out I got the shaft in Coxsackie mm-hmm. tourism actually tripled it did but it turned out it was uh, a local adult film uh, convention oh. um uh, held their meetings there from 1983 to 1987 till the town folk realized what was Interesting, happening. Yeah. So uh, uh, the slogan in a way worked. Right. And there was a huge, uh, 
I believe, a gonorrhea outbreak in 86 that really, really yeah. kind of turned the town on its head. Half the town. Yeah. Dead. Half the town. Yeah. So, uh, we so think anyway, that Mackenzie Vanguard murder, was yeah. down in the Gulf of Mexico. We don't know. We, we think we, this is this would be 2011. Um, uh, Josh, it would be 2011. But yeah. uh, uh, it's important to know that you know we're going to be talking about the trial in future episodes because they ended up. This investigation eventually did lead to a suspect of yes. sorts. And so here, so after mm-hmm. that, uh, we knew that it was possible Mackenzie Vanguard was alive, mm-hmm. or it was just somebody named Mackenzie. At a golf. We're not really sure. A lot of people born in that era named Mackenzie. Totally. Uh, it was yeah. said that it could have been Mackenzie Davenport, uh, right. a, a local heiress uh, f- in, in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, yeah, to a, uh, a storm drain. Storm drain uh, family. Magnet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's also, uh, it could have been Mackenzie Allister, uh-huh. who was a Scottish import that had come right. over selling a, a rare scotch from the Eli area, yeah, a very yeah. heavy peaty scotch. I know what you're talking about. So it could have been yeah. any of those Mackenzies that, right. that, that Tom Hamilton was... Right. Acquaintances with. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think they went after uh, Vandersnatch, Bander Bandersnatch, the the, the Ian? You know, Ian had, yeah, like he, these girls. Like they heard, hey, he's an easy mark. Could have been. Mm. You know, they knew he was a virgin, but he was also good looking and a catch, if you will. Yeah. You know? So yeah, uh, and Ian again, Ian Bandersnatch, one to really succumb to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. He had problems saying no. Oh, yeah. uh, that's why he drove a Volkswagen Beetle that yeah. uh, his girlfriend made him buy back in 2004. Right. It was light green. It wasn't the best looking car. No, he, he didn't put a rose in it there. No, uh, he, he did. He did? Yeah, put a tulip, actually. Tulip. Yeah. I heard at one point he just had pencils. Yeah. Uh, number twos. Number twos. Ticonderogas. Yeah, that was one of the things about Ian. He always was ready to take a bubble test. He was. Yeah. Scantron. Big in the Scantron. Scantron. Yeah. Yeah, you never know when you're going to be Scantron, yeah. he used to say. Now, to no what, one. what we have, yeah. so we may have never found Mackenzie no. at that time. No. But, but. in 2012. Mm-hmm. A year later, a after year this later, mysterious phone pinging. A year later. Mm-hmm. It's said that a, a mysterious man yeah. came into town asking if anyone had seen Anthony Vanguard. And this is Erie or Coxsackie? This is Erie, Pennsylvania. Back to Erie, the original site of the Don't alleged worry, we'll murder. get back to Coxsackie. No one leaves Coxsackie. No, behind. once you're in Coxsackie, once yeah. you're deep in Coxsackie. Yeah, well, yeah, they say once Coxsackie is in you, you never want to let it go. Correct, correct. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you're going to want to go deep with Coxsackie, mm-hmm, and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, that's that. Yeah. So <laughs> so what happened was yeah. this right. guy comes, mysterious guy comes to town. Mm-hmm. Hey, has anybody seen Mackenzie or Anthony Vanguard? Right. And I go, What? He's like, yeah, Anthony Vanguard told me to go to Erie, Pennsylvania. Right. And ask if anybody had so s- weird. if anybody had seen him. Yes. He walks into the local Big Bear Diner mm-hmm. and they're near. Yeah. And like, what did you just say? So a guy runs to he, he gets scratch, a self yeah. Yeah, grabs his cell phone, calls the police immediately. They uh-huh. start investigating this gentleman. This gentleman goes by the name of Leonard Mitchell. Leonard Mitchell was a great guy. Uh, he played to those that knew him. Yeah, and he played. Uh, he played up into the the AAA baseball at the Altoona Curve in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. There, yep. he was a hell of a third baseman. They called him Mister Hot Corner, Leonard yep. Mitchell. A hot corner, uh, third base, career lifetime batting average though only two thirty two. I know, not good enough to make the majors, but he was a great mm-hmm. minor league ball player. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he set a minor league minor league record in two thousand eight. Yes. Uh, actually, excuse me, I got that wrong. In nineteen ninety seven, ten years off, mm-hmm. he set a record for the most packets of cigarettes smoked in a minor league game. Yeah, interesting stat. Seven. Yeah, 
It's, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Uh, packs of cigarettes, not not easily smoked in public now. It's not a bad anymore. influence not, for the kid. Not allowed in dugouts. Back then, uh, if you weren't smoking, you weren't sliding. That was mm-hmm. the uh, that was the motto. That was a statement. Yeah, that if you was weren't smoking, you weren't stealing in, in professional baseball. So uh, he says, you know, have you seen? So the cops bring him in. Leonard Mitchell. Leonard Mitchell. The cops bring him in and say, "What did you? What, what are you saying here? Says, what do you yeah. mean? I met a guy named yeah. Anthony Vanguard. I was playing baseball." Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. he said, Hey, if you're ever in Erie, ask if you've seen Anthony Vanguard. He said, okay. Yeah. And Anthony Vanguard gave him a blank card that on the back just said water treatment. Mm. Now here's the thing that's crazy about Leonard yeah. Mitchell is Leonard Mitchell became a traveling water bottle salesman. This yes. was, this was, you know, 2011, the water yeah. bottles had taken off already, but he right, was starting right. to sell a brand new version of a Fiji water. Yes. It was a purely alkaline water. It was before smart water kind mm-hmm. of really exploded on it the market. Ergonomic kind of uh, uh, way of the bottle. You can totally. rip it without any hand cramps. Yeah. We all know uh, hand cramps and water bottles go hand in hand. Synonymous. Yeah. Synonymous. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, this this water bottle and this water itself was very expensive. And, and mm-hmm. Anthony Vanguard said, go and ask, have you seen Anthony Vanguard? And then he, my family has a water treatment facility right, there. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. The water is perfect. It's crystal clear. All you need to do is team up and create the world's most perfect bottled water. Yeah. And Leonard Mitchell thought to himself, sounds like a great idea. Business opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He comes into town. Please take him in right away. What do you mean, Anthony Vanger? What do you mean? Yeah, I yeah, saw, yeah, yeah. I saw him, uh, lights on. Yeah, sitting down at an investigation table. Yeah. yeah, can you describe him for me? Interview room. Yeah, can you describe him for me? I said, yep. Uh-huh. Uh, he is, he, you know, he's six one, handsome guy. Yes. had a mustache. They were like, well, he didn't have a mustache when we lived here. It's he, grew, he grew out a nice one. mustache. Yeah, had a, a nice quaff of hair on his head. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Would well, you know what he did in town?" He said, "No, he. I saw him that one day. Never saw him again. Never saw." Anthony Vanguard again, he claimed. This is Leonard Mitchell. They go to Leonard Mitchell's car. Mm-hmm. In the back seat. Mm, ugh, this was amazing. This is unbelievable, right? Yeah. There's a shoe. In the shoe yeah. is Anthony Vanguard's DNA. That's right. When you shared that article with me um, on our Slack, yeah. our afternoon Slack page. Yeah, Slack um, page. Slack.com you, slash the afternoon you, you, slash the afternoons. You slacked me that story, and I thought... This can't be true. Leonard's lying. He's hiding something. Correct. He just didn't seem like an honest guy. I got Nobody hits two thirty-two with any kind of honesty. No, 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 no. Uh, if you got a lot of DNA in a shoe, you've got a lot of problems. Totally. Yeah. And so, yeah, the cops thought to himself, "I think we've got our man." I think this they is questioned the guy. him for over two days. Mm-hmm. Two days mm-hmm. on and off. They only fed him bologna sandwiches and uh, yeah. Schneider's milk. Right. Which later uh, uh, was used as the main menu at the fire festival. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and they wouldn't even let uh, Leonard Mitchell poop for longer than five minutes. And everybody that's had bologna sandwiches and milk, no, it's not a great afternoon on the toilet. That's an 11 minute job. That's at least. a really, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So finally, Leonard Mitchell cracked, right? Mm. Yeah. Anthony Vanguard and he had been best friends for three full days. <sighs> Anthony Vanguard uh, stayed at his house. Right. They they were close. Never heard. Never a mention of Mackenzie Vanguard. Not at all. Anthony McKen- Anthony Vanguard just passing through town. Mm-hmm. Said to have been traveling towns trying to find people that loved the movie Big Fish. Ooh yeah. I uh, said so that was Danny his passion. Danny DeVito's finest work. It was his passion. Was the movie Big Fish. Right. 
And so they said, well, why is the shoe? Would he lose his shoe? What's going on? He's like, I don't know. He seemed to have a decent amount of pairs of shoes. It matches up. Anthony Vanguard, back at the Vanguard Estate, hundreds of pairs of tennis shoes, yeah. loafers, all that kind of stuff. They pinned it on him. They said, this mm-hmm. guy killed him. He killed Anthony Vanguard. We don't have a body. Yeah. Lock him up. They didn't have anything. They locked him up. They just locked him up because I think at this point they realized it's 2012. It's six years after the crime. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're not even sure if it was a murder, but totally. let's just say it was. So they lock him up, Ken. Lock him up. And that's where we are right now. We have a suspect. We do. Leonard Mitchell. Leonard Mitchell. Former minor league baseball third baseman, 232 career average. He did hit nine triples over the course of nine uh, professional baseball seasons. Locked up. Suspect. Suspect. A1. Freaking out. He gets one of the more higher-priced lawyers in the city of Erie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her name, Beverly Mitchison. Beverly Mitchison. Uh, You might know her. Uh, She defended uh, a young man who uh, suffered a penis injury mm-hmm. during a festival in uh, Coxsackie, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of New York and Pennsylvania's finest mm-hmm. uh, trial attorneys mm-hmm. and decided that she was going to rep Leonard Mitchell. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch, of, Mitch Leonard Mitchell, Mitchell, Beverly Mitchison. Mitchison. And, uh, Mitch uh, and Mitch, the Mitch press would Mitch, call them. Yeah. The and di- dynamic uh, Mitch duo. Yeah. They, they called her Mitch and the bitch. Yeah, Mitch and the bitch. Which one? Does it matter? Bitch. It didn't matter. Both were uh, full of uh, vim and uh, vinegar, piss and vinegar, vim and vigor, and all those things. They were full of them. They were. And when the trial began. When the trial began. And Ken, let me tell you, this was a trial for the ages. Something we'll talk about on the next episode. Is that a murder? Is that a murder? Yeah. Is that a murder? Hey guys, is that a murder? Out, reach out with your theories at hashtag is that a murder? Mm-hmm. Call, leave a message on the afternoons app uh, on Anchor, and uh, or the afternoons on the Anchor app, I should mm-hmm. say, and let us know what you think. And if you have any insight, any clues, we want to hear. It. We do. All right, next week the trial on is that a murder? <laughs> <laughs>